It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. What are players doing in the offseason to prepare for next year? Where are they going on vacation? Where is their offseason home? What parts of their game are they working on the most? What's their favorite offseason activity away from hockey? Find all that out and more on the latest episode of Catching Up with the CUDA. Now, here's your host, Nick Nolenberger. We are pleased to be joined by Barracuda for Kyle Topping. Topper, how's it going? First of all, thank you so much for the time. But uh, how are things going now that you've been able to settle into the offseason? Yeah, of course. I uh, know things are good. Excited. Uh, you know, I was super happy to, be, to get back home and, uh, you know, see family and friends. So uh, it's been good so far. And then, you know, starting to amp up training once again. So getting back into, you know, the summer routine. So, uh, you know, it's been good so far. Got my quarantine over with and and then, uh, you know, started getting after it. So uh, it's been good. So break us break it down for us. Uh, how, how did the quarantine work? I know everybody from north of the border was a little bit concerned once the season came to an end, how things would shake out. But did you have to quarantine for a full two weeks? How did that whole process work? And uh, I'm sure it's a relief to now be done with it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, once the season ended, I, my brother's down in the state, so I flew to him and then spend, uh, he's got a, a baby girl there. So my little niece, so I, uh, I spent a couple of weeks with him just because if I didn't go then, then I wouldn't have probably been able to see him at all this summer. So I did that. And then, uh, I got flown to, uh, the closest border to my hometown crossing. So then I walked across the border and I was able to skip the, the hotel quarantine. And then I got home and, and just kind of laid low for about two weeks. Um, and then I, you kind of check in every day and uh, you have to do like a day eight uh, on your day eight, you have to do another test and send it. And then once you get that back negative, uh, you're good to go. So uh, it was a, it was a long two weeks, but uh, it was, wasn't too bad. It's all part of it. So I'm happy to be out of it now for sure. So how old is your niece and, and how are you enjoying uh, uncle life? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. She's uh, it's crazy. Cause I, I've only seen her like actually three different times. Um, and she's, she's almost a year old. She's a year old and about a week now. So uh, she's growing a lot. Her personality starting to come, come out and uh, she's a lot of fun. So uh, it's been pretty cool to see her, uh, you know, grow up this, uh, in, in this past year for sure. I know you're just a young guy, 21 years of age. So you've got a long time before you need to start thinking about kids, but does it make you excited about that part of it? Or you're like, okay, I need a few more years before I can even can consider having any kids. Yeah, no, definitely excited. Uh, she's like, it's, I, I really enjoy it. It's really fun to, to play with her. And especially when it's your own blood, it's, uh, it's different. And, you know, you can see my, uh, you know, my brother's like facial features in her and, and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Uh, and definitely, yeah, definitely excited for, you know, that day to come when, you know, one day I, I have kids on my own. So you just finished up your first professional season. What a unique season it was. I mean, that's almost an understatement. You played for three different teams, two different leagues. You've played all four seasons in junior with the Kelowna Rockets. So all of a sudden you get to the professional level and you're bouncing around to different cities. You've got to deal with quarantine. You've got to deal with testing. So as you look back on your first season, what are the feelings? What are your kind of sweeping thoughts on your first season of pro? 
Yeah, I mean, at the end, at the end of the day, I think it was uh, a good first year. It was obviously, we're all in lots of places I went and, um, you know, different, uh, you know, teams and stuff like that. So it was some, uh, some, it was a little bit crazy for sure. But, uh, you know, I thought I made the most over and still, you know, developed lots and, and, uh, you know, played the way I could play. And um, at the end of the day, I was happy with it. It's, you know, I would say I would, would have preferred to, you know, stay up with San Jose all year, but, uh, you know, I was able to play lots and, uh, continue to develop. So, uh, you know, I was happy with it. I know in a normal off season, you would have probably spent a majority of your training time back in Kelowna where you played your junior hockey, but you are back home. I know we've talked before you had to take a ferry to hockey practice and you're one of the, the, you know, there weren't a ton of kids doing that, going to practice and, and playing hockey on the Island, but what's it like training back home? Do you have a, a little bit of a group? Is there a facility that you're using? What's the training situation like? Uh, well, right now I, I, uh, I'm like the only hockey player on the Island I live at. So I'm kind of known as like the hockey, the only hockey player. So there's a gym here that I used to go up growing up. Uh, I just go to now I get it all to myself. It's like private. And then I just, um, communicate with my trainers up in Kelowna and with San Jose to pretty, I'm old enough now that I know what to do in the gym by myself for the time being. And then, uh, and then once I go back up uh, to Kelowna here pretty quick, that I'll be able to to get in a group uh, that I'm usually in with my trainer and a bunch of, you know, junior and pro guys, and then uh, lots of skates too. So if I were to skate here, I'd have to go over and take the ferry, which is, it's kind of a full day thing, which is fine. But uh, usually I try to make them like a day out of it and, and go do something and then skate as well, or, or go see a buddy off Island and stuff like that. And then, and then come home. So it's, it's really not that bad. I'm used to it now for sure. So your first experience getting on the ice you had to take a ferry to get there or in the winter time, did you guys freeze over rinks or does it not get cold enough for that? No, it doesn't, it doesn't get cold enough. I mean, there was the odd uh, winter where, uh, you know, a pond would freeze or a fairway of a golf course would flood and then it would freeze over like that. But other than that, it was probably only happened, uh, you know, three or four times uh, over, you know, growing up. So I definitely, uh, my mom or dad would take me over growing up uh, to public skating off island and then, just kind of learned that way. And then, uh, you know, started going over there, you know, pretty routinely. So did your parents grow up on the Island and how, you know, you're being Canadian, it's entrenched in the culture, but you were one of maybe only one playing hockey on the Island. So how did you get into the sport? Did your parents have a background in the sport as well? Yeah. Uh, my dad grew up here. He, uh, he actually played, uh, he was a goalie. He played all his life. Uh, he played it. He played a uh, junior in the BCHL there. And uh, so he kind of got me and my brother uh, into it. My mom, I don't think really knew too much about hockey, but she obviously knows a lot now. But uh, so she was, she grew up in the mainland and then moved here, I think in grade 10 or 11. And then, and they met. Uh, so it was pretty, I think it was a no brainer that my dad wanted to put us in hockey. And then uh, me and my brother both loved it. So it kind of just fell into place. So the AHL announced this next year, Vancouver is going to move their AHL affiliate from Utica, New York out to Abbotsford, which is only about, excuse me, about two and a half hours from your hometown. Now you need to take a ferry to get there, but is the family excited that they have a chance maybe to see you as soon as this upcoming year uh, playing in pro hockey? Yeah, super excited. Uh, you know, I was pretty excited to see that. It's so close. I mean, they used to have a team. I think I, I played in that rink uh, growing up a couple of times. And then, uh, so yeah, it's, it's a, uh, short little fair right over there and it'll be uh, it'll be easy for lots of you know my friends and family to come over and watch and uh, it's always nice uh, to be able to play in front of them so and be able to see all of them so uh, I'm definitely super excited for that game. I know you idolized a lot of Canucks as a kid being uh, you know as close as you did to, to where you grew up to where Vancouver's at 
they had Calgary's affiliate in Abbotsford for a short period of time. It wasn't a huge success. And I think a lot of people take it back to the fact that that is Canucks territory, right? Um, yeah. It's not necessarily Flames territory. Do you think that uh, it's going to be a big success with as much uh, hockey as that region in the country as a whole? You know, it seems like they can't get enough hockey. Do you think 2.0 Abbotsford will be a more successful uh, product when it comes to fan support? I do. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, you know, the Vancouver hockey community, it's, uh, I mean, the whole British Columbia, uh, you know, they all root for the Canucks. I think uh, it should be a pretty good turnout. I think they're going to do really well for fan base and stuff like that. So um, I think, I'm not sure what their, their name is. Is it, have they announced it yet? No. Yeah. So, but I think, uh, no, I think they're going to do really well. Be sure. It's a, it's a nice rink. I think it's pretty big. So hopefully they are able to you know get some fans in there and, and uh, yeah, I think it'll be a pretty cool place to play. I'm excited. The only time we go to Canada, at least in the past, was going up to Winnipeg. And it's, you know, just getting entrenched. I know you grew up in it, but being entrenched yeah. in a culture that loves the game so much, there's just something kind of in the air. You know, every TV, the games are on. It's a lot of fun going north of border. So I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Quickly looking back, I want to just circle the playoffs for you. We didn't see you a lot. You, you played a couple of games in the regular season, and then you were in the ECHL, but you wrapped up with the Barracuda in the playoffs. I, for me personally, I loved your game during the playoffs. It felt like you're hitting everything that moved. Uh, you were winning big face-offs. You, you were heavy. It, just playing that playoff style of game. You also seem like a more confident player. Again, we didn't see you a ton during the regular season, but you seem like now that you had some some experience under your belt, you you, you felt more comfortable at this level as well. How do you feel like your game was during the playoffs? And, and do you agree a little bit with uh, what I saw from the broadcast booth? Yeah, thanks. Uh no, I was super excited uh, to come back up and, and uh, you know, it's kind of known there how many playoff games or whatnot we were going to get. So I was able to get two, the last two regular season games and then that little playoff run, I think we had five or six games. It was, uh, you know, it was awesome. I got to play uh, play quite a bit, actually. I was happy with it. I, I felt good. Uh, I felt comfortable for sure. And, um, you know, even it's always fun to play in the playoffs too, even we got to play in some fans there. So it was different. Uh, it was pretty fun. And, I was, I was happy with it. It was pretty good, a uh, little send off to go the summer and, and, you know, get me motivated again uh, to come back next year and, and want it even more. So, uh, no, I was super happy with it. We're talking to Barracuda for Kyle Topping. There was a little bit of a rumor that you had signed before this season had concluded. So you don't need to divulge when you actually signed your contract, but it was announced a, a few weeks ago that you will be coming back uh, for year number two. I know there's always that kind of, I'm sure, uneasiness for a player when you're not signing and you've got just one year under your belt but how excited are you knowing that you'll be in San Jose again you can continue to make an impression on those who make the big decisions when everything is said and done yeah no super excited um you know obviously I got my feet wet last year and uh you know it's nice to go back in uh as your second year and know what it takes and you know know what uh you know the whole the whole league's about in an organization and um you know I'm super excited and you know I'm going to be more comfortable coming in this year and um, you know, know all, a lot of the guys. So um, I think, uh, you know, I'm expecting, uh, you know, a lot of fun and I'm excited to do some big things there this year. I'm sure you're excited to explore the city and the region a little bit as well. When you came in last year, they had you up in the hotel, which is great. I think everybody enjoys hotel life, but there's a limit and kind of a point where you're like, okay, enough is enough. I need my, my own space. So just getting into the city, getting entrenched in the city, maybe finding a roommate or two on the team. How excited are you to find that kind of comfort level going into year two? Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, it was ridiculous amount of hotels that I stayed in last year. So I'm excited to, 
you know, to hopefully get uh, settled there and, and, you know, find a place with one of the guys and, um, you know, kind of, uh, you know, get comfortable and, you know, kind of live that, uh, you know, the lifestyle there in San Jose. So uh, I've, I've, you know, toured a little bit of the areas, you know, around uh, the Bay Area and, 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 you know, close to the practice rink and the game rink and stuff like that. You know, a couple of guys have showed me. So, um, you know, I'm excited to get down there and, and uh, you know, get things going. So this is a little bit of an off-season catch-up. So I do want to ask you, you mentioned somewhat about your hometown, living on an island, what you like to do for fun. I know a lot of the guys like to golf. I don't know if you're a huge golfer, but I did look up that you've got, I believe, two golf courses on the island. And, and I could be wrong. Maybe they've added more sense. But um, have you had a chance to get on the links uh, as of late? How's your golf game right now? Uh, it's okay. It's not as, as good as it uh, can be. I think, uh, you know, I, I can definitely play, but uh, I'm hopefully, I actually live uh, on the golf course. There's, uh, so I live on the six hole. It's actually a par three. So I uh, definitely sneak out there uh, quite a bit, almost every other night and, and, you know, hit a dozen balls and, and you know, see how many I can get on the green. So definitely get my extra reps in that way, but uh, it's actually, it's only nine holes. So I usually go out and, and play with my dad and, and grandma every now and then. So, and then, go off island and play lots of courses my buddies over there it's pretty competitive uh, with our friend group right now so uh it's lots of fun you got a golf course you live on a golf course you got you you got yeah. to sharpen the game this is a big time of year for, I know. Uh, yeah. the big yeah. golfers that's incredible though i'm sure it's uh i'm sure it's a beautiful beautiful site nice little scenery in your backyard so you talked about you going golfing sometimes with your dad it's always funny when guys go back because you live with billet families, you're gone for so long. And I know you go back during the off season every year, but are the parents, are they, are they taking care of you? Is your mom cooking you meals or are they sick you already? And they want you to get you out. What's, what's the family dynamic right now? Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's pretty good. I think usually when I come home, uh, like, especially when I'm gone for so long and I come home, I get spoiled pretty, pretty good. The first couple of weeks, uh, with my grandma and dad and mom, uh, you know, my mom, especially I miss my mom's cooking. So I'm usually uh, getting my, you know, my top, my top picks right off the bat uh, out of the way. So, and then uh, once we start getting a little further down the stretch, I usually start helping out more and, and making my parents dinner, especially showing off, uh, you know, what I did this summer or this season, uh, you know, in the kitchen and stuff like that. So uh, it's pretty fun. What's the one meal when you go home that you, you have to have mom cook for you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just like uh, she makes, uh, probably this chicken broccoli casserole is like me and my, it was kind of like our, our go-to meal growing up. Uh, me and my brother's favorite. It's just kind of like a really like homey, like comfort food meal. It's uh it's pretty deadly. So definitely yeah, that, sounds, uh, gets in the mix uh, pretty quick. As soon as I get home. Well, awesome stuff, man. We, we can't thank you enough for the time. I'm happy that you're doing well. Enjoy being back home for a little bit. I know this is going to be a condensed off season. We're all going to be back before we know it, but Enjoy it. Enjoy uh, your time in Kelowna as well. Good catching up, and we'll see you uh, hopefully in August. Awesome. Sounds good. Appreciate it.